Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd first like you to go over and check out other podcasts, High School Hoops, the five-minute basketball coaching podcast, uh, Funneled on Defense. Just finish this one first and then... Uh, pull the car over or stop your run and go over and check the other ones out, download all of them. Um, but, uh, and leave a five-star review. We love that. Uh, but we would like to give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish. Um, they, we don't, I, I believe in this. I believe I don't have a lot of sponsors, um, that I talk about and Dr. Dish is one of them. I believe in this machine. It is great. It has helped our team. Um, you mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you four hundred dollars off. That's all. That that's probably the best compliment I can give. Is a lot of people approach me about uh, about being me talking about them and being sponsors on here. And Doctor Dish, I believe in them so so much that um, that's why I do it. Also, go over and check out ttroops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's the one stop shop for basketball coaches. It is what I would have wanted as a young twenty five year old coach. Um, I would have wanted all of these resources and. Uh, you know, maybe it would have helped me uh, win a few more state titles. I don't know. Um, but from someone that's been a nationally ranked coach um, and had nationally ranked teams and won that numerous state titles, um, this thing is everything you need to take your team to the next level. Um, we offer a 14-day free trial because we believe in it so much. Go over and check it out. And let's head off the podcast. Does it happen a lot? Because we were not, we have not been successful with that cut, that initial. No, no, yeah. you're, no, no. And, and that's what I want to talk about here, here okay. in a second. There's okay. multiple reasons for cutting and scoring is just one of them. You can't depend on that. No. Right. Uh, uh, but see, if you, are, if you are cutting after passing a man, you're cutting as trying to get the ball back, legitimately trying to get the ball back. Your defender's going with you and is guarding you all the way to the rim. Yes? Well, that's my – you just took – the first natural helping defender to my right with there is no help defense on my drive going right right now. I agree. 
in fact, the only the only help would be uh, let me draw a picture in everybody's mind. Let me back okay. up. I'm at the top of the key. Okay. You're on facing the go. You're on my right. Yep. So when you pass, you're passing uphill to me, and you're cutting, and I'm driving right. Now, if no one else is in the right corner when I draft you, there's no help defense because you've taken the only one that, that could, could, help. could could do it. Yeah, and it's got to be a cut that you want to score on. Yeah. Are my yeah. players listening to that? You got to want to score yeah. on that cut. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not false off. Unless you might <laughs> right. be open if you cut really hard. Right. 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 Okay, now let's rewind that. If there was a player, a teammate in the right corner, mm-hmm. and you passed to me, cut, and then I drove right, I'm oh, beating right. the next helping defender. And right. even at high levels, you and I know who's supposed to rotate in there and help. Right. <laughs> But you know they don't get there. They don't nine get times there. out of ten. Now right. let me back 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 this up. I'm drawing a picture. If you're drawing this out, right? Yep. Okay. So let's back up again. You've got the ball in the wing. You throw uphill to me. You cut. Now the moment your feet start moving, Steve, doesn't the guy in the corner? Isn't he supposed to start filling up your spot? He's supposed to rise up. Yep. He's supposed to start. So at, he's starting to fill up as I'm starting to drive. Yes? Right. Yes. We know from the redirect that if I drive right, he's supposed to move one spot to his right. So he's got to stop and go back to the corner. Yes? All right. So I got a question. If his defender does rotate in there and stop me on my draft drive right behind you, I've got a natural pitch to the corner. His, For a three. Yeah. yeah. His defender's going to be wrong either way. If right. he stays, I'm getting to the rack with no help defense. Right. If he helps, we're throwing to the high percentage shot inside out. Right. You, you just said the second best shot in basketball in that corner yeah. three. And then literally if I'm playing that position, my hands are like this. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Throw, me now, so, Throw me the so ball. Throw me the ball. I put yeah. that in drills. I mean, that's a great right. combo drill. Right. It's a pass, cut, draft, drive, okay. natural pitch drill. Okay. okay. So that's number one. That's number one. Uh, now, by the way, every time the ball is passed, there is a chance for a team, the receiver to draft that cutter. That's why I'm picking that action, okay? okay? There's yep. a chance. And also, I know that every cutter could be open, but you're talking about passing to them and them catching on the move and scoring. And as you and I know, and every listener knows, those are the weakest skills all the way around in the game of basketball. Yep. But most players like – trying to get downhill on a drive, get to the right. basket. Yep. They're all practicing that. And you're getting right? and you know what? Okay. And oh I got a question I gotta ask later. Yeah. But you know what they um and they'll get the foul call. I've noticed that the driver can tends to get the foul call too. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You just lean in on the person. Right. You know, as long but as you the don't... cutter but the cutter doesn't. That's what we've noticed. That the cutter doesn't tend they tend to hold and bump and do that to the cutters. And they and let that them doesn't do that. get called. Yeah. That, boy, that is I, – I, I wish the whole officiating association could hear that. Amen. I'm telling you, that that's my biggest harp. It's like, yeah. why can you hold when he's cutting and you? I can't run my offense? <laughs> right. I mean, I can't – I literally say I can't run my offense if they're holding my guy cutting to the basket. See, what, why, don't, why can't the offensive player hack those arms off of him? Right. Yes. Why not? You know? And that and that and that that does hinder the read and react when yep. they're not calling that. 
He does. No, you're you're right. Freedom of movement. Well, I think your your best counter to that is um, you've just got to get the players in the ball moving faster. Then they yeah. have less chance to uh, step in and get into your body and, and tag your body. Now, there's other little counters for this, and it's that if they are trying to bump you and get an arm bar on you when you're cutting, use that as a trigger to make your decision. Okay. Okay, so you, like you said, you pass to me and you cut, right? Right. And I'm arm you're barring defending. you. Hey, stop and post them up. And I'll throw it to because usually when they're up next to you like that trying to body, it's real easy to leg whip, swim, okay. move, and post them up, right? Okay. All right. The other one is use that as a signal to go back screen right away. Just forget the cut. Forget, not forget the cut, but forget finishing the cut. Right. And go on and screen for whoever. That so might the back be, screen will counter that. Now, okay. Uh, I was women a couple of years ago. I remember watching that. They, they didn't run it uh, this year, but a couple of years ago, they their post player would be on the weak side. They would always start on the weak side. So yep. the say the point passes the wing and cuts, okay? If she cuts through unhindered, untouched, she would go on and do her thing, you know, right. back screen on all this. But if any cutter ever cut and they got bumped or they got arm barred, stood up, they took it as a signal to screen for the post and invite the post over. See, the okay. post is on the weak side, right? Okay, yep. We even got to calling that an invitation screen. Okay. okay, so you get stood up as a cutter. You get stopped. Oh, darn. Well, don't fight it. Just, hey, okay, I'm going to go invite the post player over. And now you got a cross screen. Okay. So that, that's, so, so, that's, so you gave me one. I want another one. What was that? Was the first one after the draft? Hey, by the way, okay, and before I leave the draft, yep. See, any dribble at can turn into a draft. So let's go back to our situation. I now have the ball at the top of the key. Okay. You are on my right wing. I dribble at you. You cut. If right. I turn the corner and draft you, you've taken you've taken the first helping defender away. So right. hey, dribble at draft. You know, I don't have to wait for the ball to be passed to me. Right. I could dribble at any teammate, send them to the go, and draft them immediately. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Hey, look, look, that takes a little more than um, – yeah, you yeah. do have to teach a little uh, body language, yep. change of speed, leaning in low with your shoulder, that kind right. of thing. But if you've got a little bit of deception in you as a player, a little bit of craftiness, every dribble at – it's an opportunity for two people. The person you're dribbling at might be open, and then – you could turn the corner. Corner, okay. And draft them, okay? okay? So draft drive. All right, the next one I would say that give you the most is pin screens because there's the ver there's such a wide variety and so few teams do them. And do them well. And do them well. <laughs> and when they're done well, there's two people that's possibly open, the screener and the person you're throwing to, right? Right, yes. Yeah. So you get that whole, well, do you slip the screen or do you, or after you set the pin screen, the, the pin screener is rolling to the basket. They get to post up. Whoever catches the skip pass feeds the post. Screening is a lost art. Oh, big time. Well, Don't let me you tell you. Hey, yes. Now, hey, uh, here, I, I can't There's believe. There's your I'm, next video right there. Screens. I'm going to give you a million dollar. I, I can't believe I'm giving this away. Okay? <laughs> I'm going to do it right now. Okay. All right. I want you to get some jerseys or T-shirts made that says, pin me on the back of them. Right. 
on the backup. Okay. And your defense has got to wear it. If you're on offense and you can see the words, pin me, you're the one that should be setting the pin screen. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Just yeah. out. Now get on a board and play with it, and you're going to see that pin screens are always set by players two or more spots away from the ball. They're never – it's never the uh, responsibility no. of a player one pass away. They're reading the ball and reacting quickly, right? But players that are two or more away, they have an angle, and they can see if the defenders are helping and sagging, and they'll see them from their back. That's why I say – that's great. There's your million. Hey, I'll give you my million dollar idea. You know, you know those game, those things we used to wear as kids that you play laser tag with and stuff, and they. Oh, yeah. Okay, so spacing is horrible, and read and react is all about spacing. So That's I think you should do is get some sort of thing you could put on a practice jersey. When you get too close, it 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 um it flashes. You know, so it's about spacing. It's like soccer could use it, basketball could use it. It's all about spacing, and then you could change the distance between the spacing. Um, I love it. Yeah, because you got you want to get to the spots, you know. Right, right. In the re- yeah, and they're they. It's like you're too close, you're too far, you know. You're never in the right spot. Um, yeah, Dick Helm used to say, you know, uh, uh, I had him uh, help me with uh, dynamic defense. It was his. It was his defense, and he gave it to me and said, "Hey, uh, you know, put some meat on the the bones and turn right. this into a course." And so right. I did. And in talking to him. Uh, we, we, you can't talk defense without talking offense and vice right. versa, right? right? And he said, look, uh, it was just kind of a by-the-way thing. And he said, look, Rick, uh, we were talking about, you know, wh- what's the toughest thing to defend? That's kind of the way the conversation was going. Yep. He said, I'm not going to name offenses. I'm just going to say great offenses have three things, three aspects. Spacing, player movement, and ball movement. Yep. If you can get all three of those, is now – Okay, so everybody pause right now and rewind that because that's big. Yes. (laughs) Facing, player movement, ball movement. Yes. He said, now look, an okay offense will have one of those. Good offense will have two of them. Great offenses have three, all three. And so that's why, why, Steve, you said the spots are so important. I mean, that's why we actually put physical spots down to train them. It's that important. Right. Yeah. We use like the gym tape kind of thing and put it like, this is your, sp- yes. Cause yeah. it, it, I, I, first of all, I, and I'm also think the court's too small for our kids now. I think the court needs to get bigger. Yeah. So well, I tell you, you're watching the NCAA tournament. It, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I agree with you. <laughs> it's you gotta, know, something's got to change. That and the NBA, you're watching it. It's like, okay, these guys should have a bigger court. Okay. So I, I've coached Wesley and Wesley's six, four plays for the Mavericks. Yeah. He looks tiny. He looks like a – I mean, and he's not tiny. He's like a linebacker when he comes yeah. into the gym, and it's like yeah. he looks tiny, you know, because yeah. those guys are so big. All right, so I'm going to ask you a couple generic questions, okay. and, right. then, and then um, I think I could go for another hour, but we'll do another one. I promise oh. we'll do another one. All right, um, if, if you could go back to yourself as a younger coach, what would you tell yourself? Is I would get a – Maybe more than one mentor. And when I say mentor, I mean someone that comes, maybe a, a, a retired coach. See, I think we're very guilty in the basketball community of getting enamored with youth. When you get – when there, there are coaches that, you know, at, at the point of their retirement, they've got a lifetime – they've forgotten more basketball mm-hmm. than you know at that right. time. And they're looking to still be involved. They just don't want the grueling schedule and – they yep. got right able to go to a mentor there and say, look, would you, a retired coach, and say, 
would you be my mentor? Would you come and watch my games and take notes? Would you, if you can come to a practice and watch yeah. my practice. Can you come scout me? I tell, co I tell young yeah. coaches this all the time. It's like I have people self-scout me. I have them come watch practices. Yeah. I mean, I'm still learning. I've been doing this for 30 years, oh. you know. Oh, it, the moment you – the moment you stop learning in this game, the moment you think you know everything, and there and is Mono, no Mono's guy. really good at that. PGC Mono's really good about that. You know, oh, mentoring. He's the best. He's the best. He's so. He's good. the best. The whole, the whole PGC curriculum is the best. So, hey, if I could go back and there was a PGC around, right, I would become a disciple. Oh yeah. PGC. Oh, now, I look, am. It's a cult. It's a cult. Oh, it's a good cult, Mono. I'm, I'm kidding, but it's a good one. But yes. Yeah. Um, all right. If you can think of one coaching moment that you could dive into for our audience that they could learn from, is there one moment in your coaching career that you could, we could just dive and kind of dissect? You could learn from, learn. Yeah, that, that another coach could learn from someone that's listening to this, that something that happened to you. One of mine was one of my players got hurt. It was a, it was a momentous, it was a big game. I learned about communication. I learned about some other things at that point. Uh, we started this season with a with a, a point guard that uh, got hurt. Okay, got hurt and didn't didn't come back. And I had to go to a two guard. This two guard really is more of a three. Okay, he had never played point, but he was the best ball hunter. I knew he was the smartest. Right. He's got a pedigree now, and I, what I'm saying is his brothers were great players. His father, I think, owned uh, the state of Georgia high school scoring record, something like that. It was okay. Yep. This is just a great, heck of a pedigree. And so, I asked him to um, to uh, be the point guard. Well, we stunk for a little while, and I could tell from his body language, you know, he wasn't happy. And then something happened. Okay, and I think there's two things you can learn here. Something happened, and we began to win. We began to do some really good things. The kid's name was Paul Kenny. If Paul's listening, anybody knows Paul Kenny? Uh, I would have a timeout, let's say, and I always like to try to let them out. Or I didn't want to use the whole time in a timeout, right? Get your three things and then get, get going, okay? Yep. And, and so tell them three things, and they would leave. They'd, they'd go far enough out on the floor that I couldn't hear, and they'd hold another huddle, and I could see Paul – tugging jerseys you know what i mean right talking to somebody great hey everybody i hope you're enjoying the podcast um you know rick has so many great things to say to all of us um i'm going to try to get him on again to talk about zones and some things i have some questions i have about read and running the read and react with the zone i'm gonna try to get him on the next couple months um go over make sure you subscribe and like please we love that um if you're looking for some free resources go over and check us out on, on teach hoops on youtube we have thousands of videos over there if you're looking to take your coaching to the next level now is the time to get in teachhoops.com 14 day free trial prices are going to be going up anywhere from 15 to 20 percent in the next month as soon as the as soon as the program and i get everything kind of situated we i thought we were ready but we're we, probably in the next two or three weeks we got to get everything uploaded we got to transfer people over um but go over and check it out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better let's get back to the podcast with rick somebody grab not not mean right but, you know, just reaching and holding the jersey saying something i never knew what he was saying I didn't know if he was repeating what I was saying, if he was making, okay. But he started holding these little miniature, us five, no more, coaches not in here, team not in here, us. Right. And I noticed that that started happening. When that started happening, we started winning. We started, good things started happening, right? Right. 
Okay, so I think I was smart enough to leave it alone. That's what I think. I really do. (laughs) I'm proud of myself for shutting up. And also, from that point on, I started getting even shorter in my timeouts. I wanted to give Paul as much time as he could. And this this idea of I don't need to be the one saying everything, leading everything. I need to be building this. I want to duplicate what Paul's doing next year and the year after and year. Now, how do I do that? I don't have drills for that. No right. one's ever taught me that. Right. I've got to learn how to. And this is leadership. This is communication. This is yep. right. Uh, another lesson that goes with that, okay, was this. At the end of the season, at the end of the season, I saw his dad. His dad was one of those good parents. Because ordinarily, I don't talk to parents, okay? Unless <laughs> it's about their academics or something yep. like that. Like Bobby Knight said, best coaching jobs in an orphanage. So, yeah. <laughs> See, that's, well, that's why I think many coaches want to get to the colleges. They use the 500-mile recruiting rule. Right, yes. Recruit them away from their parents. You know? Yeah. But anyway, uh, so I, I talked to his dad. I said, what happened there? You know, I took him back to that time when that started. And he said, well, the kids were coming over to my house and they were doing all the crying and complaining and, you know, and bad mouthing and all this. And he said, um, and, and of course they're, they're going to blame coach, you know, well, coach right. doesn't like me, coach doesn't know this, coach that right. Yeah. And he said, uh, he said, I finally had enough. And he said, uh, when the kids were gone, I pulled Paul aside. And I said, let's just go through every point that was being made here. And let's, let's talk about how much the coach has control of these things. And he did. And then he said, Paul, the one's not your position, but you, you it, it's time to lead. Forget position. We need a leader. We need someone who knows how to win. We need it, right? Right. And he's the one. He's the one that, that got Paul to start doing that, right? Now, I le- so I learned another valuable lesson. If you can find that jewel of a parent. Right that can work with your your team. And by the way, I mean, he met with the team. He had, because they went over to his house. Right. Between school and practice. And so he would have a chance to, you know, drop a few gems in there. You right. Know, and, talk. and they respected him because they right. knew what kind of. And they knew what he was talking about. You know, I did something several years ago too. It was not this year, but the previous year. I had, I don't go into the huddle right away. I talk to my coaches before I go to the huddle. Two years ago, I pulled my point guard and said, you're going to be part of this group. That's how much I respect. And it was like, we just, it was like this because it was like, because he felt part of the, he felt part of the system. And it's like, I don't, you know, I, you guys, and I, I'm to the point where I ask them opinions in timeouts. I like, what do you want to run? Well, now, in the redirect, right. I hate to keep going back to redirect, yeah. but you know how easy that is. Right. Yeah. I mean, that should be happening almost organically. Yes, it should be. Yeah. Because they're making the moment by moment decisions out there. They're right. just kind of hiding the big stuff. Yes. You know? <laughs> really? uh, I, I, um, like what would you tell, out. what would you tell a young coach if they wanted to get into coaching? I would tell them, well, first of all, the mentor thing. Yep. Second of all, I would. I would be uh, very careful about just taking a job for taking a job. Now, sometimes you do, but I understand that. But you need to hit your wagon, someone that you can learn from. Right. Now, that was a mistake I made. I came out of college and lucked up, took a the highest classification in, in Tennessee, size school. Wow. And I took a head, head job. Right and out of course, college? Wow. Yeah. Right out of college. And you know what I'm thinking. 
You know what I'm thinking? I'm 23. What, what do you, you think? think you're th- going to win a state title? Is what yeah, you absolutely. Mean. Well, of course. <laughs> they know. I know more oh, than everybody. Someone, <laughs> someone who appreciates my knowledge of the right. game. They right. know I don't need an assist. You know, you're young right. at that yeah. time. Like, I know how to play. I, know, I must know how to coach. And right. just got my head handed to me. Holy right. cow. Yeah. So I started trying to uh, surround my, my, my assistants were coaches that were uh, back in those days they were coaches that had been former head coaches getting close to retirement that's who i was surrounding myself yeah your circle your circle is really important i tell people your circle and and you can see i mean be be a student of the game these are you know these are basketball books are not basketball books but you know there's east there's john gordon books but i mean there's all sorts of good books back here well, he, that'd, be the, that'd be the second thing. You just stole it from me is that uh, I coached it. Well, it wasn't until about eight, 1988 that I, uh, <clears throat> when I moved to Atlanta, I, I decided that, you know something, Rick, you've been trying it your way based on experience and you're playing days and all that kind of stuff. And, and let's face it, I'm basically doing most of the stuff that my high school or college coaches did. Right. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do, right? Oh, gosh. You my know? high school coach ran the flex. Guess what my yeah. first offense was? And, and was I'm a, I, you're saying I should expect different results just because it's me doing it? Right, I, yeah. I, yeah. Come on, right? right. So uh, when I moved to Atlanta, I, I made a, a pact with myself that I was going to pretend that I knew nothing and ask myself this question. If you did know nothing about the game, what would you do? And you're about to coach, what would you do? Well, you would you would take a look, first of all, figure out who the best teachers of the game are and become absolute disciples of them. Yes. Just absolute. So at that point, for me, it was convenient to go to uh, – Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. David Lipscomb in Nashville. Don Meyer. Oh, you don't have to tell me about Don Meyer. Oh my uh, God, I still yeah. find I still find you'll laugh at this. The people are listening, but you, I still find like you know he used to hand out all those things in different. Oh, colors. I've got notebooks. You want to go bring my notebooks? I swear to God, <laughs> I know, and I still find them. I find them at school. It's like, oh, there's one of there's one of that. I mean, there's a guy that changed the game too. Oh, did he? I mean, yeah. Didn't he? And yeah. yeah, so I went to, he had a clinic that you had to pay for in the spring and then he had a free one in the fall. I went to two, I went to 22 clinics in a row before I missed one. That's crazy. 11 straight years. I didn't miss with him. And I, I and it was, it's not that I was poly parroting him because right. I couldn't. Right. I mean, he would recruit, you had to be able to shoot a three. Right. Or you had to be have all American potential in the post. Right. That's about. And the thing is, I think that's a good point you just made there. Is, and this is this is an educational thing. You you want to take all this knowledge and put it in, and then you have to pick what's going to fit you. Um, And I've said this. I've told this story. I was under seven head coaches before I got my first job. 
And I took, I, and because I've been successful because of those seven people, because I took a little piece of each one of them and I said, Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I like that. And then because don't, there's no other, you know, Jay Wright, there's one Jay Wright, there's one Bobby Knight, there's one coach K. So you have to be your own person. You know? Boy, that's good. That's a Don Meyerism right there. Yeah. Be who you are. You can't be anybody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, and I would also, I would advise young uh, coaches or anybody coming into the game, uh, just get used to the thought that no one's going to love it as much as you do. No one's going to be as dedicated to it as you do. It, you're going to run across a gym here and there, but I'm, you know, most of, like if you're in high school or youth, you are a small part time-wise of these kids' days and everything that they've got going on, okay? And uh, uh, now, I think you are more impactful than anybody else right. in their entire day. Well, and, and, and a point that I make to the, all the young coaches, I've said this a thousand times, I'll say this a thousand, you do, I do not want to be a kid's last coach. Right. Oh, that's excellent. I don't want to be, the, you know, if I'm, especially if I'm a youth coach, I don't want to be their last basketball coach because if I'm their last basketball coach, it means they stopped. Right. You know, I, w I don't want to be the last coach. I want to be part of that journey along the line for them. Right. Well, now, see, I'm going to turn this back on the reading react, but I, you know what? I mean, the things you're going to, uh, you're, the things you're covering right now were motivating factors in creating the reading react because I, Look, I coached negatively many years. You know? Bobby Knight, baby. It's a Bobby yeah. Knight era. I mean, yeah. look, uh, and look, you can get results from negative reinforcement. You just can't build long-term relationships with that. You just can't. No. And so, and you cannot recruit the energy and creativity from players that way. It just being, making it miserable, you know? Right. And so, you know, when you were talking about helping them with their decisions, See, again, I, I wanted to sell read and react, not hey, – let's take something like passing. Right. Okay? I didn't want to – all my coaching life, it was, I need you to pass and share the ball to be a good teammate. Come on, right? Right, right. yeah. And, and in the read and react, and, of course, you're fighting when I say that. You know, you're having right. to fight at the same time. You want a player to be aggressive take what the defense gives and yet you want them to share the ball do you hear the contradiction in my voice i mean what right you hear this contradiction in this message right how does a kid decide should i run the player should i you know no one's between me and the goal should i take it and go i mean when, right, right. If i turn yeah. it over coach is going to you know yank me for not running the there's problems that i wanted to be able to say look i want you to pass because couple of things. I only want you to pass if you can't beat this guy. And if you can't beat the guy, we're going to give you a chance at scoring the moment you pass. You're going to be our first option. Right. And so I think that's a lot more positive and will recruit his energy than to say, just be a good teammate and right. share the ball. I know right. what share the ball means. It means you don't want me to shoot and you want Joe over here to shoot. Right. You know? Well, I didn't want to do that. Well, now, if that's not good enough, then I want to tell him, look, you are much better. I am going to show you how to get your shot without the ball. Right. So when you hit the lane, I want you – and here we go with everything else in the read and react. And do you work well, on showing – on how to show on the cuts? Do you teach them, you know – Oh, yeah. Okay. 
Well, just like you would a post player. Think about this. Don't you tell players in the post, look, show the ball your numbers. Right. right? Yeah. Hands up, out, yep. elbows yep. out, show them your numbers, and you tell the passer, don't don't throw it to them if you don't see that, right? right. If you don't see their hands yep. being an eager hey, point guard college being an eager receiver, right? Right. Yeah, yep. Happy hands. Yep. Happy hands. Well, same way on your cuts. I'm not going to throw it to someone who's not showing me their numbers. They're eager receiver, peppy hands. Right. I, I told you a moment ago I wanted to answer – I wanted to make a point about the cutting, okay? Okay. Just want you to think about this. I'm going to do a whole new course on how to teach the read and react from this standpoint. I want to ask you something. You're, you're fresh off of the tournament, the NCAA tournament, right? Right. You saw all kinds of great set plays, okay? So, all right, so those teams that run them, right? So let me draw a picture in your mind. There's just been transition, and they didn't score. The offense didn't score. Now the balls come back into the point guard, the playmaker's hands, right? Okay, now the other four players, they've got to get open, right? Right. Yep. So where do they go? They stay wide. They, huh? They go to the they go to the spots. They stay wide for the most part in the NCAA. Okay, but if they're going to get open on the screen, okay, where are they going to go? Okay, if you're going to if you're going to if you're going to get open by yourself or something like, or if that ball handler is going to say take a ball screen, yeah, they're all going to spread out. Right. If he's not going to take a ball screen, they all go down towards the lane. Right. And they start setting screens or for someone to run off of a screen to come out. Yeah. You can see almost every NBA set. Yeah, all that like screen, screen. Yeah, they go there first so they can break out to get open. Right. If yep. Come off of screens. Yep. If you're not going to do the ball screen thing. Right. Okay. Yep. The high ball screen thing. High ball screen thing. You're exactly right. They're all going to go out on the perimeter. Right. If not, if you're going to get a down screen, if you're going to come off of a double, so everybody starts going to the lane. One of the reasons that you always cut after you pass in the read and react, I need to get you in the lane so that you can get open right. for the next action. Right, okay? right. You'd be, if we were calling a step play, you'd probably be going down there anyway. You cut down there. Now, you can either get open on your own. That's called filling out for us, right? right. Yep. Or you could screen for a perimeter player, or you could use a screen if someone's in the lane, a post player or another cutter, or you could set them a screen and then, you know, work to get open off of it. Or you, you do, you know, if there's a post and another cutter, there's a double staggered for you to get open. I, I, what I'm saying is, uh, see, I could teach the entire reader react every layer. Every right. action from a standpoint of you're in the lane, you got to get open. When you're in the lane. When you're in the lane and you don't have the ball, you now got to get open. Don't you want to get open? Don't you want the ball to go one-on-one? Right. One? And then how okay. long do you let them stay in the lane? That depends on them. Okay. <laughs> There's a, that depends. I'm not I mean, because my guys tend to stay too long. Like, we have a three-second rule. Well, now, okay. So, now we're talking about purpose of your cut. Now, that's why I want to talk about if you're trying to get open to get the ball again on the perimeter, you're not going to spend time wandering around down in the lane. Right. They'll throw the ball to somebody else. Right. Get your feet wet and then get out of there with purpose to an open spot with eager receiver hands. And, you know, is it off of the screen or are you going to go screen to get yourself open? You know, and I mean, it just, 
it will tell you what your next action should be. Perfect. All right. I got, no, I got tons more. All right. So now I'm going to do my, we're going to end with my rapid fire. So I'm going to ask you a question. You get one answer. Oh, I'm horrible at this. Okay. (laughs) Okay, You get one answer. Um, All right. Ready? Yep. One word to describe your ideal player. I am horrible at this. (laughs) Teachable. Ooh, I like that. All right. What's your favorite basketball? And what I mean by is like Spalding, you know, rock, that kind of stuff. See, I've forgotten what they call this. The soft touch with the high ridges. Who, who makes that? Oh, that's not Wilson, is it? It's not the, is it the rock? I want to say that. Yeah. Okay. The rock. Kids like the rock a lot. All right. If you could go to one sporting event in the entire world, what would it be? got to be the NCAA finals. Okay. okay. I've been. Yeah. My second has got to be, say, maybe every other Every other basketball final, NBA, WNBA, women's. And if it's outside of basketball, the UFC. Oh, really? Okay. That's cool. All right. What's your favorite pregame meal? Very little. Oh, that's good. Brendan said uh, free. That was pretty funny. That was the funniest funniest one we've had. I'm better on a, I'm better on a, almost an empty stomach. I tell the players, I said, you're, and there's been studies on this. You're better on, you're better to be a little hungry than to be full when you play. I, will, um, I need as much blood supply going in my brain. <laughs> I don't need it down there to digest. All right, yeah. one thing you do to relax. Wow, see, I'm gonna, I was going to say uh, some form of a workout. Okay. It, it helps yeah. me to relax. Okay. Best player you've seen in person. Best player I've seen in person. Remember I told you I went to uh, – uh, we got Mike Bibby for yep. my first DVD. Yep. We went out to video him, and I got to see LeBron James' first NBA game, Sacramento. No. Yep. (laughs) I think that was his – I know that was his first year. I thought that was his first game, but I'm not sure. But, yeah, I got to see him. I'm there on the court. I haven't seen him in person. All right, best player of all time. That was a lot harder for Coach Sir than it was for you because he saw a lot of really good players. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> All right, I'm gonna cheat on this. I'm gonna go ahead and say it's 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 Michael Jordan. Yeah, that, Michael's winning by about ninety five percent. You feel yeah, good about that, Michael. Yeah. Time, but I, I had to I had to throw out some people. I yeah. mean, I got, I got you. Got to talk about people like Pete Maravich or 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 Rick Barry, or my high school coach said Bob Cousy. Right, right. Um, well, what's yeah. well, Rick Barry? You know, the, Rick. You, you think about Rick Barry, thirty. Thirty, the only guy to lead the NCAA, ABA, and NBA in scoring. I know. And most of the, not, not the ABA, but the others was without a three-point line. So you're talking about 36, 37 points a game. I know. It's crazy. And, they, and I don't even know if the players know that the NBA logo is him, right? Is it him? It's him. I think it's him. Is it him or Jerry West? I don't know. Oh, it might be Jerry West. It is it Jerry West? West? It, it yeah. was one of the two. I knew it was one of the two. Hey, um, but let me say, one more Back when you said uh, best player uh, that I've seen, yeah. look, I got to play with – I got to be on the floor. I mean, within touching distance and playing with them in a camp, Dave Bing. No. You remember Dave Bing? I do. I do. Yeah, Dave Bing. I was and telling Brendan, I saw – I saw when I was at – well, we were talking about how it used to be with Five Star and Blue Chip, those two camps. Yeah. Um, that when I went to um, when I went to Blue Chip, I got to see Akeem Olajuwon play Mike Larry Bird one on one. 
Oh my gosh. I know. Oh. If it was nowadays, we'd all had our phones out and stuff. No oh, yeah. had, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what's, uh, what's one thing that helped you become a better coach? One thing that helped you become a better coach? It has to be that I have, I've been following Christ for Jesus Christ for a long time, since 1979. Okay. And the, the idea of a servant, servant leadership, a servant leader, being the best type of leader has kind of kept my head on straight. Yep. That kind of thing. It's giving you uh, a guide. Has, yep. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, best game you've seen in person. It can be any level. Um, we've had anywhere from a high school game to an NBA final. The, one, the best one that I saw in person was 1977. 76, 77, I think, 75, 76. And it was Western Kentucky University, uh, Western Kentucky Hilltoppers against Middle Tennessee State University for the OVC. Uh, I, I don't know if it was for their championship. Now it was at, I'm pretty sure it was at Western. Okay. It was just a, you know, I was close to the floor and the thing is. It, it was just one of those things. It was just one of those great games, yeah. Okay, um, one word that describes your coaching style. Passionate. Okay, um, top bench player of all time. I feel like I'm pulling. I really feel like I'm pulling teeth, coach. I'm sorry. You are pulling teeth. I told you I am the world's <laughs> worst at the best bench player of all. Oh, hey, uh, how about the uh, uh, the kid from uh, Villanova? Villanova, yeah. What's no. his name? It's pretty. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, well, best coach points? of all time. 30 points in the finals? I Come know. on. Crazy. Hey, but there's a prime example, especially for the young coaches out there. They dug up his tweets from when he was 13 or 14. He's been taking heat for that. <laughs> Can you believe that? Get out of town. No, yeah. You go on USA Today. There's a big article about it today. Um, yeah. There's some, you know, he was 13. He's making some bad decisions, saying some things he shouldn't say, and Oh, yeah. They're digging it up. <laughs> it's out there forever. All right. Best coach of all time. Don Meyer. He'd be on my list. Um, one book you would recommend. Don See how Meyer's hard that would be for me. Yeah, I know. And, and the only reason I say him over John Wooden is I knew more about him. That's yeah. all. Go ahead. What? Yeah. Um, one book you'd recommend. What was the one that what was the one that Brendan gave? He was like um some sort of leadership one. I don't really remember. Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a very good one. But the one that I've that's and gosh, I can't even remember the name of it. It's over here. It's by John Wooden, Little Blue Jacket. I keep coming back to it and reading it over and over again. Oh, I know what the one you're talking about. I'll find it. I'll find. I'll find. I'll find it and put in the show notes. I'll find it. Um, then what was my last one? Oh, one thing you would tell a young coach in parting, as we kind of end here. As we kind of end. Some advice. Teach. Teach. Yeah. Uh, let, let that be the tagline, uh, you know, uh, under your name, uh, yep. let that yep. be what the kids say about you when it's all said and done that, uh, that this was one of the best, if not the best teacher that I've been under. And that will cover, that's a big umbrella. Notice I didn't say teacher of the game. Right. Uh, because basketball is life in four quarters, and the the chances to impact and teach 
life lessons and how to respond and just about everything that you're, you're gonna come across later in life. Don't miss that opportunity to teach. Basketball is just kind of a tool. It is. Okay, so let's, on a parting note, I wanted to talk about better basketball and where people can find it okay. and the all access. Now, I'm getting, this is, this is just, this is like PGC for me. I am a disciple. I love better basketball. I love Read and React. So okay. I'm not, there's no financial aspect to this, but I'm going to give Coach some time to talk about what's available and what I've been able to do over, you know, the last probably five, 10 years for me. Go ahead, coach. Well, um, you finally given me a, a question that I can answer without. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're pulling my fingernails out. <laughs> I'm the world's worst at, uh, in fact, you know, I, I think I sent you an email. I said, look, just don't start asking me about the draft and about this. And about right. Because I don't keep up with it. In fact, when I watch games, I wind up watching the the what offenses, defenses, movement, spacing, kind of thing, and I I, I don't. Yeah. I know I people ask why I don't watch as much. I don't watch as much NCAA because the only way I can watch it is if I'm just kind of doing something else. Because otherwise, I'm looking and I'm jotting stuff down. It's like the enjoyment is like I can't do that. Um, <laughs> right. But yeah, right. go go tell the people oh, about okay. all access and all that. That that's that's oh, a yeah. great deal for people. I think. It is, yeah. Uh, so we at betterbasketball.com, if you go to betterbasketball.com, um, you'll, you'll see uh, the homepage is pretty easy to follow. You're going to see things like the vault. That's just where we hold all, all the videos I've done in the last 16 years. And um, you're going to see all access. There's a chance for you to kind of explore around. But let me give you the, the bottom line here. I got about 1,500 videos. I think it's, uh, I, I don't know how many hours that is. I've forgotten now. Uh, but uh, like I say, I've been doing this now since 2001. So you said, uh, you say, and the thing you sent me, it said 1,500 videos totaling 140 hours of instruction of coaches and players. Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. it is. It's not just now. Yes, the read and react has become the the locomotive, the, the engine that, that pulls the train. Right. Okay. I've got uh, quite a bit of stuff there on player development. There's a lot that I'm going to go back and redo and attack and that kind of thing. But um, you were talking about all access. Right. Uh, a few years ago, um, you know, we noticed uh, – you know, when, when you get a certain amount of videos on there, uh, a new coach comes on, let's say they buy the Read and React, okay? Well, I'm also wanting him to, him or her to watch the practice videos, you know? Right. And the one day practice and then, uh, you know, developing the Read and React player. That's a player development one, you know? And, and I'd also like them to watch this and that. And, and it's like, gee whiz, i got to make this easy and financially easy. Right, right. Yep. And so we came up with an all access pass, which is two forty nine a year. Right. And uh, for that, you get to watch everything that's in there. And I don't think people take this in consideration and anything new that comes out. Right. It, it's just automatically in the library. You'll, right. you'll get notified that something new's coming. You know, I just put 64, 64 three player drills in there. Okay. 
in the vault. Uh, Which just, is the best way to teach the game for anybody that's listening. Yeah. It should, the, the, right. Until they're like 10, they should all be playing three on three. But go ahead. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be adding another 50 drills uh, here, hopefully by June or something like that. So pretty soon there's going to be about 114 new, brand new drills sure. in there. But if you're an all-access member, you're just going to get an email saying, hey, here's what's new in here. Make sure you don't overlook it. Right. And, uh, uh, it's Netflix. You're giving them Netflix. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. And, you know, it's if you buy – if you were to buy two uh, courses, say, the Reader Act is something that you've already spent more right. than you would have spent in all-access. Yeah. 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 So it's a better deal. Well, yeah. I, I really – two things, Coach. First of all, I thank you so much. I hope to, hope to do this again at some point. And you have won the record for the longest – this is going to have to be two podcasts. You, you have won the record. I think you and I could have talked forever. Well, um, we could. I, I enjoyed this. I, I, I did. You're really good at this, and I'm not, as you can tell. Oh, you're awesome at this. Are you kidding? Those, uh, you're great. Um, and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and it's truthful. Read and React has been – awesome for our program and helped in our success and um you know you've really made a difference in the in the game so we really appreciate that i appreciate that thanks if i can help coaches that's all i'm that's uh that's you know everyone defines what success is right right yeah i'm only successful if you are so all right thanks coach hey everybody i hope you enjoy it make sure you subscribe um and we would really appreciate that. Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen, five, those five-star reviews mean a ton to us. Uh, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.